Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Friday, November 18th. It is a football Friday. It is a Friday before I have a week off of work, so I am super excited. And today... Rub it like in. Al- like always. Hey, you can take a week <laughs> off next week, man. Take a week off with me. But uh, but today, like always, Billy, it's presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, we are 37 days away from Let's Christmas. go. That's what I want to hear. That's the kind of positivity I need from you, Bryce. That, that's a positive Friday start right there. Yes, sir. 37 days away from Christmas. I have started my exterior lighting. The lighting, the exterior lighting at the Sparling household should be complete. Uh, hopefully by Sunday, by the time the first World Cup game kicks off. That's probably a bit optimistic on my end. Uh, so we were, we we're going to set up by end of day Sunday. The exterior lighting will be completed. And then the following probably Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, we will complete the blow up phase of the exterior festivities for Christmas at the Sparling household. It is an entire, um, you know, I don't know thing, you know, it takes, it takes a week to get all my stuff out. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of stuff. So, uh, we started last week. We're doing the lights this week, figuring out what we need, where we need the lights to be. Uh, hopefully by the end of the day on Sunday, everything will be 100% completely in place and I will have uh, everything plugged in and ready to go. And then next week, probably Tuesday, Wednesday, we will get the blow-up phase of the sparling Christmas extravaganza completely finished. Nice. Yes, I'm hyped. I can't wait. Be. I need to check the weather. Is it supposed to rain next week? Do you know? Uh, that, I don't know. But uh, take Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe? Uh, We got a little bit of a chance. Looks like Thursday, Friday, later in the week, we got... It's 41, 45% chance of showers. Not bad. So, ooh, next Wednesday, 61. Give me that. Yeah. I might set up uh, blow-ups on that day. Awesome. Billy, today is also Apple Cider Day. Are you an Apple Cider fan? No, I'm not. Really? Yeah, I'm not. That's one of those That's one of those drinks that I'm just, like, I love apples. Um, but the cider thing, man, just has never really appealed to me. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan. Do you remember when apple cider became a very popular alcoholic drink maybe yeah. five, six years ago? Yeah. I I didn't like that. I never liked that. Um, but I do enjoy just a normal glass of apple cider. Um, I like it warm. I'm not a big fan of it cold or chilled. Uh, and Emily's aunt makes a really good alcoholic apple cider drink uh, that's mixed with vodka. Ooh. It's a, yeah, it's a warm apple cider vodka drink. And you just put it put it in a big pan, big saucepan on top of the oven. Warm it up. Put a little cinnamon in there. Um, I think you put a like a little bit of vanilla maybe as well. 
Uh, and then, you know, you add the you add the vodka, obviously, afterwards. But, there, yeah, there's a whole little recipe that she puts in there when she's warming up on the stove. It's really good. We usually have it um, around Thanksgiving, around this time of the year. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not – I can't do it. I feel I'm you. I'm one of those people. I feel you, man. This weekend, the Falcons take on the Bears. Are we ever going to see Ritter this year, Billy? I think that's no. the – Main question on Falcons fans. I don't like the negativity. Uh, you can keep that to yourself. I still believe that we're going to see Desmond Ritter. Um, I think we know what Mario is He's on the sideline. Uh, that's true. He is suited up. He is there, ready to go. Um, that is, hey, I will say one thing about Mariota. He gets hit about every other play, and he runs a lot more than I th- than I kind of expected him to run. Dude, he, he hasn't gotten injured. He's, he's been pretty good at staying healthy. So I'm not going to knock on wood. That's one positive. That's one positive right there for Mariota. Um, I think we know what Mariota's ceiling is, but yeah. the answer is what? What's Ritter's ceiling? You know, it might it might be terrible. Desmond Ritter might be awful, and he might never be able to be a legit starting quarterback in the NFL. But the thing is, we don't know. The Falcons, they don't know. I don't care what you see with the quarterback in practice. You don't know how he's going to perform in the game usually. That's uh, true. So you would think they would want to see it, but we haven't so far. So. Is, are we going to end this season, Billy, with Mariota being the starting quarterback for every single Falcons game? Now, removing injuries, you know, you can't predict that. But no injuries, Mariota stays healthy. Is he going to start every single Falcons game this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The, the way that, the way that uh, Arthur Smith was talking about it this week and basically shutting up the media, because the media was asking him, saying, hey, you know, what? What's the situation of quarterback? He goes, there is no situation of quarterback. It's Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand it, man. Um, I, you know, Mar- I don't either. Mariota's played fine in Mariota's defense. Mariota has had games where he's played fine. It, 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 it's not spectacular. It's not great. San Francisco. He was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's had glimpses of it, but it, you know, it's, you know, I, I said, as long as they could tread water and lead the division, Mariota should start. That ship has sailed. I think the division is gone. So why not put in Ritter? I, you know, I, I know Arthur Smith likes to run the ball, and they're going to have to run the ball against the Bears. It's something they couldn't do against the Chargers. Uh, if they want to beat the Bears, they have to run the ball. I mean, Huntley, Algier, and Patterson against the Chargers, none of those three could get going. I know Patterson's coming off an of injury, so probably not 100%. But if your identity is going to be running the ball, this week, you have to come out and bust the Bears right in the mouth. And, I, I mean, Patterson has to have over 100 yards all-purpose. That That's the first – that's the starting point this week to win the game. I would think so, yeah. And and Algier and Huntley, you know, they need to fill in where they can get in and make big plays for the Falcons. I mean, if you're, if you're not going to target Pitts, if you're not going to target London, which they haven't really all season. I mean, it's – that's two top ten picks they've sort of just ignored – Completely. If you're not going to get them involved in the offense, then Patterson, Huntley, and uh, Algier, they've got to be your workhorses, and they've got to deliver. And and my big thing about the Falcons is if the running game is not working, if Algier, Huntley, and Patterson, if they aren't delivering, then maybe change up the game plan mid-game a little bit and throw it a bit more to your playmakers. Not Alameda Zacchaeus. Not, you know... Steve, who was bagging groceries last week, get it into the hands of Pitts in London, the playmakers that you drafted, drafted top 10 overall, 
get them in the hands of them and let them make plays. Even if you have to scheme up different stuff, tunnel screens, wide receiver screens, just goofy stuff. Get it in the hands of your playmakers. Look at what Georgia does to get Brock Bowers involved. Brock yep. Bowers, he could run, you know, slants and posts all day long, and he would be great at that. He'd, he'd catch a ton of balls, and he'd be one of the best receivers in all of college football. But they like to switch it up a little bit and get him involved in the run game. They like to get him involved in a screen game. Georgia does a great job of finding different unique ways to get Brock Bowers involved in the offense, and the Falcons have to do that with Pitts in London. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's been it's been rough seeing how many targets you know Pitts has had this year, how many targets London has had, and, and just knowing that, and I, I hate to keep harping on this and going back to this, but knowing if if we had a, like a regular quarterback, things might be different this year. You know what I mean? Like, would it though? Because we saw this with Pitts last year with Matt Ryan. Now Matt Ryan's not a all-world look, quarterback, but he's certainly better than Marcus Mariota. Pitts had probably one of the best years a, a rookie has ever had as far as tight ends. Over a thousand receiving yards last year with with Atlanta. So he, he had was zero touchdowns in America. I know. I know. I don't. I don't understand how that happens with an elite tight end. You can you can have six thousand passing yards or receiving yards, zero touchdowns in America. That sucks. That's just that's awful. Uh, and one of the other big questions for me this weekend for the Falcons Bears game: Can the Falcons D contain Justin Fields in the Bears offense? I, that offense looks like it has become completely new over the past three or four weeks. Justin Fields looks like honestly, if he played this way the entire season, he would win the MVP. Yeah, I mean, he's on a tear, dude. He is on an he absolute. Is. What do you have, like four or five all-purpose touchdowns last week? Over 300, 400 yards combined rushing and passing? Yeah, and uh, they lost. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they lost to the Detroit Lions. Uh, that is very, that is very, very true. But Justin Fields playing playing much better. Playing much, much better. He is. He's playing a lot better. And, and for my little boy, who is a Justin Fields fan, um, has a Chicago Bears Justin Fields jersey. He is. Let's go. Sunday. I've thought about I've thought about getting a, a a Bears Justin Fields jersey. You know I might is this in Atlanta? Yeah, I might go to this. I might go to this game. We'll see. All right, uh, let's get to UGA Kentucky this weekend. Uh, this one is uh, the biggest key for this one is please come out healthy. Mm-hmm. Please come out healthy. Yeah. Um, if Stetson continues playing like he's been playing and putting up numbers like he he is, Rice, does he get a shot at? Uh, New York? I, I think so, man. I don't think he wins the Heisman by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it would be a disservice to college football and to Stetson Bennett and the UGA to not invite him to New York. Uh, that guy has played really, really well this year, and he's, he's had one or two games where it's sort of been subpar, um, but, but other than that, I love what Stetson Bennett brings to the game week in and week out. I, I honestly think he deserves to be in a uh, uh, the place where they had this. Why is my mind going blank? New York. New York. Thank you. Um, York. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, my brain wasn't working there. I mean, he he has almost three thousand passing yards, which is he's close to being the top ten in college football right now. He has an eighty-four point seven QBR, which is seventh in the entire you know college football. Uh, you know, the fourteen tuds is not going to wow anybody. But it's 14 tuds to five interceptions, and it, that's just sort of the product of the offense that he's in. Um, I, I would I would really love to see him get invited to to New York. 
Uh, I, he's not going to win it. It's going to be C.J. Stroud or Hendon Hooker, but I, I think or Blake Corum. But I think he deserves to be invited, man. I would love to see that. I'd love to see Stetson Bennett invited to uh, to, to New York. I need I need you to do me a favor. Yep. Okay. Okay. I know you have I know you have the Google machine in front of you. Uh huh. Google Vanderbilt's um, schedule. Uh okay. Vandy's schedule. Vandy's schedule. Okay, I got it. What? All what right. So go back uh, earlier in the season and tell me what the score of the Georgia game was. I get fifty-five Vandy. to nothing. Fifty-five to nothing. Yes. Last week, tell me what Vanderbilt's score was. Uh, Vanderbilt won. They got there. Hold on, let me see what the score was. They uh, beat Kentucky twenty-four to twenty-one. They beat who? That would be Kentucky, the team that UGA is playing this week, a twenty-fourth-ranked Kentucky team. Uh, and that was after, what, 27 straight SEC losses for Vanderbilt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this should be a walkover win for Georgia. Both thousand UGAs, percent agree, dude. Thousand both, percent agree. UGA should uh, end up, the next two wins should be walkovers for for UGA. They've got Kentucky this week, Tech next week, and then they've got the SEC championship the following week. So they're they're going to start preparing for LSU very soon. Um, Brock Bowers should go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you for your money. Is there a more disappointing team in the country than Kentucky this year? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, I, I was really high on them this year. You know, I thought they were going to be Oklahoma. In the SEC East. Um, do what? Maybe Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Was there as much hype behind Oklahoma as there was Kentucky going into the season? Maybe. It might have well, been. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that you know Oklahoma had been continue had been like playoff 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 and then you yeah. know I mean, I mean you look at Kentucky's schedule they beat Miami of Ohio they beat a 12th ranked Florida at the swamp by 10 points uh, they beat Youngstown State Northern Illinois very weak out of conference schedule they go 4-0 to start the season and then they go on a streak of 2-4 and four with losses to South Carolina and Vanderbilt yeah I mean, just I mean, they got absolutely waffle stomped by Tennessee, forty forty to six. So that that's my badge of most disappointing team in college football is the U- Kentucky Wildcats this year. And final note on this: Brock Bowers should absolutely feast on the secondary. I um, love watching that guy play, dude. I absolutely yeah. love watching that guy play. Yep. He, right. he he's for my money. I just said Kentucky's the most disappointing team in college football. Brock Bowers, in my money, is the most exciting. Well. I say that maybe the second most exciting player in college football to watch. Uh, I love watching that guy play. I love watching Marvin Harrison Jr. play. That guy is that guy is nuts. But Brock Bowers, oh man, can you imagine if Brock Bowers and Marvin Harrison Jr. were on the same team? It probably will happen in the NFL. Oh, that would just be highlight reel after highlight reel. That'd be so amazing. Uh, Billy, this weekend the Hawks have a chance to get the bad taste of the Celtics lost out of their mouth. Uh, they take on the Raptors. Big question is, I can't believe we're saying this about the Hawks squad. Can we hit some threes, please? Please. I, please. Did you think that was a question we were going to have to be asking no. about the Hawks? No, I didn't. <laughs> Bryce is dying, guys. There we go. I got it out. This, uh, this cold is killing him. This dude, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. It's been like a three-week <laughs> cold. It's the weirdest thing. I will say, though, thank you, Steve Walker. Uh, for suggesting the um, the fisherman's friend cough drops, these things are absolutely elite. Uh, I love these, and the only place I can find them is a food depot in Paulding County. Uh, so 
I drive out there to get my cough drops. They're really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, this is not a this is not something that I thought we were gonna have to say about a Hawks game or a Hawks team. Can we hit threes? John Collins, on the other hand, please stop shooting threes. No more threes from John Collins would be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> dribble, drive, penetrate, go to the basket. Uh, we need to find some bench scoring, Billy. Sort of the same old song and dance we had from last year. We couldn't score from the bench last year. Can't score from the bench this year. We need to find it. I don't know where it comes from. Is it Jalen Johnson? Is it AJ Griffin? Uh, do we have to wait until Bogey comes back? Do we need to make a trade? I don't know where the bench scoring comes from, but we need to find it. We need to find it quickly. Uh, going back to uh, John Collins, uh, can we get like game one and two, John Collins? Because yeah. yes. he was awesome. Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, yeah. And ever since then, it's been, where's John Collins? It's been, it's been very underwhelming. I will yeah. say that it's been it's been extremely underwhelming. I mean, John right now is averaging uh, twelve points per game and seven rebounds, which and, is what seven points under his normal. Uh, let's see what his normal um, his his career average for points is sixteen point three. So that's four points below his average, uh, and his rebounds are eight point three. So he's he's below his uh, career average for points and rebounds and right now Billy he is shooting a calm cool 22% from the three point line alright you love to see that 22% from three yes Ooh. sir go to the basket please John I think that's my biggest criticism of his is ever since his sophomore season he's stopped driving and he just settles for jump shots and I would love to see him drive a little bit more yeah uh, and, and watching this Hawks squad honestly with Nate on the bench night in and night out Nate's not a good offensive coach. Great defensive coach. Fantastic defensive coach. But he is an atrocious offensive coach. I mean, every single time down the floor, it is some painful ISO or a loosey-goosey pick and roll. Uh, there's no play sets. There's nothing like that. It's frustrating to watch. I love Nate. I'm not saying we should get rid of Nate by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I just wish he was a little bit better of an offensive coach. It's, it's frustrating to watch. I feel you. All right, we've got we've got a lot to get to still, uh, and we're already twenty minutes into the pod. Um, let's get to the Marine South School Board. Uh, last night, boys basketball, uh, Villarica had a scrimmage with Northgate. We don't have a score yet. Um, I'm sure we'll get one later today. But that was all that was on the Marine South School Board on the Stump of Games and Events calendar. Uh, we've got football Friday tonight. Uh, we've got four more playoff games. This is round two of the GHSA playoffs. Bryce is probably already. Um, re- pre-recorded the GHSA read. <laughs> I have indeed. I got it down to 10 seconds. 10 seconds? Yeah. Good God, dude. Um, it, Tonight, Marietta's at Carrollton. Manchester is at Bowden. And that will be on the uh, Billerica Wildcat Network from Hometown Sports Media. And I will actually be in Bowden tonight for the pregame show. Bryce, on the other hand, will be at Central at Holy Innocence for the Carroll County Network, and he will be calling that game. So all the Central alumni who listen to this podcast, listen to Bryce tonight. Matt Ridgeway has already told me that he's got that the link already pulled up on a tab that he's going to try to um, use the NFHS network, that um, feed that we have. Oh, cool. For the morning five. Pair up the audio with the visuals. Pair up the audio with the visual. That's not good. Then people are going to know that I can't, I don't know what plays they're actually running. I'm just making <laughs> stuff up on the fly. You can't do that. That's uh, it's not allowed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you don't have Timbo back in this week. <laughs> that guy, that, Timbo, no, Timbo's forgotten more about football than I will ever learn in my entire lifetime. And speaking of Timbo, uh, Heard County is at Irwin County. Uh, it's a long trip. 
and they they made the trip yesterday. Is that what I Shane believe? Yeah, I believe that was the case. I think they went down yesterday uh, and spent the night down somewhere. I don't believe they went down to Irwin County and spent the night, but I might be wrong. But yeah, I think they I think they went down yesterday and spent the night down there somewhere. Uh, girls basketball and boys basketball. Rainburn will face Harrison County. Girls go off at six. Boys at seven thirty. Hawks at Raptors. Uh, is it tonight? Saturday. Saturday at Saturday. six. And then uh, World Cup starts this weekend. Uh, Qatar versus oh my Ecuador. God. Yes, yes. I can't wait. I'm so jacked up. I cannot wait to watch the World Cup of peace and love. He's jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, Chip. All right, let's get, let's get to the incredible pulp a soft earned dollar segment. Because Bryce, I know that I sucked last week, but not nearly as bad as you did. Uh, no, I went zero and three. Uh, you actually got a win, so you went one and two. Good, good for you. But I went a calm, cool zero and three. Uh, and speaking of incredible pulp, Billy, tonight you're going to get some hot chocolate out there in Bowden. They are, I dude, I can't wait. You got to let me know how it is. Uh, and then I'm also meeting up on uh, with uh, incredible pulp on Tuesday. I'm going to get. Three uh, three gallons of lemonade to take to our Thanksgiving feast. So nice, yeah, yeah. The the libations for Thanksgiving will be brought to you by Incredible Pulp in the Sparling Post Carnes household. Uh, nice. So yeah, I'm hyped about that. But yeah, let's get some uh, let's get some soft earned dollars presented by Incredible Pulp, folks. If you're out of Bowden tonight, I, you know, just buy as much hot chocolate as you can because if their hot chocolate is is anywhere close to as good as their lemonade is, you're going to go back and get seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths probably. And, uh, the, and the great thing is Steve's probably going to bring me one over as soon as like the, the pregame stop, starts, so I'm going to be pumped about that. <laughs> hey, do, you you want to start drinking it when pregame starts, man. Get that sugar in your body. Get all hyped up. Get ready to go. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that idea. Uh, my locks this week. Akron at Buffalo. So far, the Maction have not changed the plans to play this game at Buffalo. 3.30 tomorrow. I can't wait. This is this is a must-watch for me tomorrow. Um, I won't be able to watch it because I'll be at Bremen, but I will be able to catch the highlights and everything of it. Under 44 and a half. It is gonna, they're going to be playing in about six and a half foot of snow. Give me the under of 44 and a half in Maction tomorrow Akron at Buffalo Blake Corum anytime touchdown for Michigan versus Illinois I think that is a shoe in uh, because that game is at Michigan and also the snow will be a factor Marcus Mariota under 177 and a half passing yards on Sunday versus the Bills versus the Bills or the Bears Uh, both of them all of them both those teams Bills and (laughs) Bears they're playing two games on Sunday actually (laughs) versus the Bills uh, at Bears jeez I know this is gonna. This, you're gonna be shocked at this, but give me Clemson minus eighteen and a half versus Miami. Miami is a really bad football team. Wow. Clemson okay. Is, Clemson is uh, not as good as they thought they were, but I guarantee you they're gonna take it to Miami just to uh, prove to the uh, CFP committee that they're still viable. Wow, that's all right. That's ballsy, Billy. I don't think we've backed uh, Clemson in any game yet this year. No, no, we haven't. Uh, give me Ole Miss minus two and a half versus Arkansas. Um, okay, coming I'll off like Ar- coming off a loss last week, I think Ole Miss uh, bounces back with a win against Arkansas, and I think it's going to be more than two and a half. So give it. To- I, I love that one. I love that one. I would roll with you on that one for sure. 
And then give me uh, Giants minus three versus Detroit. Uh, Giants are Giants are arguably one of the top NFL football teams this year. They've got one loss. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, yeah. That's a. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to go with you on that one because I think Detroit has a little momentum, but I don't dislike that bet. Plus, it's an even number, so you have a chance to push if if it doesn't hit. So, yep. I like those, man. I think those are six very solid locks of the week. Bill, you need another cup of coffee? And by the way, those picks that I just did uh, started at like six o'clock. So, um, professional, yeah. professional, right there, hammering them down, hammer down, right there. Uh, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man? I need a cup of coffee, but yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, dude. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you are looking to buy or sell your home on the west side, give Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Group a call. Yankees Aaron Judge and Cardinals Paul Goldschmidt win MVP for AL and NL. Aaron Judge had a historic season, and Paul Goldschmidt wins his first ever career MVP. Billy, are you happy with these MVP awards. That's, that's who should have won it. Yep. Honestly. Oh, and also, why do you hate Justin Verlander? I don't hate Justin Verlander. It's not what it sounded like on the Discord yesterday. It sounded like you hated Justin Verlander. No, I was just pointing out. I, I said that Justin Verlander definitely deserved it. But there was also... I, I love the fact that... And, and maybe I'm just... I'm starting to become like one of those uh, fangirls for uh, Shohei Otani. Dude... He finished fourth in the AL Cy Young voting, and he hit home runs off of the the other three, the three that placed ahead of him. Sounds like you're going to say something about Justin Ver- Verlander, and you're going to preface it with with all due respect. I mean, you're really pulling a Ricky Bobby here. Oh God, no, no, because uh, that man not only is he a great pitcher, but he landed uh, Kate Upton. So no, I think I'm not he should. Gonna... I think he should win the Cy Young every year just for that. Like, <laughs> I'm you're in the that. MLB and you're married to Kate Upton. Like, here's the I, MVP and the Cy Young every single year. You don't even have I to. I am play. not saying a negative thing about him in my life. No, I I, I, I uh, see what you're saying about Shohei Otani. Yeah, it's, that's pretty cool though. Finishing fourth and hitting a home run off of the top th- the other top three ahead of you. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's just unique. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the NFL moves the Browns and Bills game to Detroit because NFL players are afraid of snow. Uh, oh, Maction players, Maction players, real football, real men. They're not afraid of snow. Akron and Buffalo uh, still going on. We have to Maction, baby. Maction They're calling men. for six feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. Six feet. Uh, hey, Maction. Maction's still playing there, baby. Akron, Buffalo. They're still Dude, playing. Do you, realize, do you realize how many of the NFL players on the both of those teams would be under freaking snow? Sounds like a them problem. I was excited. I was honestly excited about this Brown. I would be one of those game. people. Not <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. I'd be not fine. Everyone, not everyone is a freaking giant like you are. I'd be, able to, I'd be able to turn into the uh, quarterback for the Browns. <laughs> uh, the commanders sue for alleged cheating fans out of ticket money. Does this surprise you, Billy, that the commanders are being sued for cheating fans out of ticket money? No. No, me either. Not Dan, Dan Schneider is an absolute crap of a human, uh, and the, the Commanders are a terribly run franchise. Fritz Polar Group initiates an inquiry into the Colts' Jeff Saturday hire. This, however, does bother me. Yeah, I agree. 
because honestly, it's a it's an interim head coaching position, right? Right. That's what at I was wondering. Point, is it the same rules point, for interim? It, no, it's dis- okay. it's the discretion of the owner. Okay. He doesn't have to go through the same stuff. That's what I was thinking. Like, if he wants to keep Jeff Saturday on as the head coach, he's he's going to have to do he's going to have to go through the Rooney rule in the off season. But he that's he didn't have to do that for interim. That's what I was thinking. And I mean, it, it, so I'm reading the article right now. It says it's unclear what specific guidelines are in question. The message left for FPA director Rob Graves. Um, I mean, Jim Irsay hired Tony Dungy in 2002, who later became the first black coach to win a Super Bowl. So, like, you know, it, it's, I don't know. That's very odd. It's an interim coach. Yeah. That's very, very odd. Now, now, if they hired Jeff Saturday as a full-time coach and then you go through the Rooney rule, then sure, do do whatever you need to do, investigation, make sure they did it correctly. But it's an interim head coach. And he's 1-0. Uh, Senegal striker Sadio Mane ruled out for the World Cup with injury. This was one of the best players in the World Cup, Billy, and Senegal's biggest hope to make it out of the group stages. Uh, and he got injured before the World Cup even started, and he is out. That is a gut punch of gut punches right there. It's a huge blow for them, for sure. Stops. hate that. Uh, and today in 2012, Lewis Hamilton wins the 2012 U.S. Formula One Grand Prix at Coda, the first ever race at Coda for F1, and it has turned into one of the best races in the entire F1 calendar. Awesome. You going to watch F1 next year, Billy? Uh, no. All right. Well, we tried. We tried. Well, I'm, I'll just be honest with you. You, know? you, got anything, you got anything else to add on a Friday? Yeah. I am. Uh, just to give everyone a heads up. So next week is obviously a uh, holiday week. Uh, Bryce and I will give you podcasts Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, but then Thursday and Friday, we are going to take the day off. Um, spend some time with our families. and, and Oh, do we have to do that second part? <laughs> I was just going to take time off. I, was, you know, I didn't know we had to do the second part. Uh, but obviously, we'll talk about this next week. But we are super thankful uh, for for the listeners. There are listeners, Bryce. I know that you find that hard to believe. I doubt that. I, I highly doubt anybody listens to this podcast. That's terrible. Um, if you listen to this podcast, there's a bunch of other good stuff you can listen to. You don't have to listen to us. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and and, and uh, are hearing Bryce basically say that you don't listen right now, go ahead and just tweet at him and say, hey, I listen. Um, but yeah, I we'll be, we'll be there Monday through Wednesday of next week, and then we'll take Thursday and Friday off. And then we'll be back uh, the following Monday. Uh, back and hopefully back. talking about uh, about four teams are going to a uh, championship or possibly going to semifinals, quarterfinals, wherever we land. That would be <laughs> awesome. Oh, Tickled my throat. But uh, that's, that's all we time. got. That's all we got on a football Friday. Everybody listening to Hometown Sports Media's call of the Bowden and the Central game tonight. Have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you Monday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them! <laughs> <laughs>